The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Kind of cursing, look around in the barn. And then you I'm still gonna... want to knock down that pillar and knock down the barn, don't you? <laughs> no! Hey, can't be too careful. Pop the lock. I go and uh, look at the books. The books. The books. The books. I toss a dagger at her face. Yes, it's, it's bringing me to life. Does any of them look like a skeleton of like a really nosy busybody? Oh yeah, I can make some graves. <laughs> okay. If you think of every episode as a separate anniversary, then this is our 75th anniversary. We've had some great times, and as you're about to meet your new favorite NPC, we thought it would be nice to hear from you all about your favorite moments thus far. Maybe shoot us an email at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, or get in touch on pretty much any social media platform and tag us at IWVTCast. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons! Last time on the show, the party investigated the ruined hamlet after their battle with the goblins. They found some money, some books, and a sweet pair of gloves in the basement, whilst Yarfik definitely didn't knock the barn down just to watch it fall. Before leaving, Yarfik used Speak with Dead to question one of the skeletons and get some more insight into what had happened there. It was as they suspected. The trolls came through and killed and burned everything. Once back on the road, Ildov noticed a shimmering magenta-colored light off in the woods. The party all went to find its source and discovered a portal hanging in mid-air. It took almost no time for them to decide whether or not to go through it, which they did pretty quickly. Stepping out the other side, they found themselves in a run-down cottage facing a wall with a window. Outside the window was dark swamp, and the wall was covered with shelves full of jars, bones, trinkets, and teeth. The smell was harsh spices, mildew, and blood. And uh, finally, from behind them came, <laughs> and that's where we pick up. The laugh is quickly followed by, hello, I've been waiting for you, wondering when I'd finally lay my eyes on your face. Wait, wait, wait. Always who's nice to meet a fan. Who's talking to us? We're facing a window. It's behind I, us, Yarfuk. Right, I know. She's f- facing our asses right now. How could she see our faces? I turn and they say, uh, yeah, it's always around. nice to meet a fan. Would you uh, like me to sign one of my business cards or something? As you turn, you see a grotesque Classic creature. Turn around. <laughs> she would stand nine feet tall if not for the severe curvature of her spine. Ugh. Hunched as she is, her head is no higher than Ildov's. Ooh. Long free. <laughs> my own head. I hate people that are my height. This is like a bad episode uh, of Aeon Flux. Just like, uh, long frayed hair frames a face that is the definition of crone. Graying skin hangs off the bone and is accented with moles, warts, boils, and blotches. 
The eyes are a uniform black, no white at all. Holy crap. The mouth contains only three to four rotted teeth. She wears layers of tattered cloth, moth-bitten and filthy. Her forearms peek out from the folds of cloth and are gaunt and drawn. Her hands arthritic with bulging knuckles, each finger tipped with a claw that you would not relish being on the business end of. She stands at a table, brushing things into a cauldron at her side. It just looks like Eowyn is just kind of like holding herself um, together. What kind of things? Uh, what kind of things is she brushing into the cauldron? Yeah, that, feel, that feels like an important detail. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, like foods, uh, vegetables, and pieces of meat. Uh, She's making uh, a stew. Somewhat indeterminate as to what those meats may be from. <laughs> oh, we hate to bother you at dinner. Uh, we'll see ourselves out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you for your hospitality. Oh, yeah, can no. Can we see the portal? The portal is gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you think it would still be there? <laughs> I don't know. Like you could just step back out. Oh, sorry, wrong portal. <laughs> could be a permanent portal. Well, I don't I, think I would so good. Well, Cassian, didn't didn't we like have a portal happen in the middle of an outhouse? Like you should know how portals uh, work. We need yeah, to that uh, one to was stop. two way. Yeah. Well, don't just stand there agape. Come and let's have a look at you, Ildov. Oh, uh, uh, Ildov, you know this person. This is cackling Agatha. Everyone cackling Agatha, cackling Agatha, everyone. (laughs) She gives a a polite bow. Charmed. Um, And uh, as she does that, she sort of slides out from behind the the table that she's standing at. Oh, those are cool. And shoes with heels on the wheel, or wheels on the heels. <laughs> <laughs> they light up too. That's really That's nice. Really That's cool. <laughs> um, and she sort of moves out to an open bit of the floor, and then uh, towards you, Ildov, she puts her hand out and sort of motions you forward. I move like don't like don't, a like don't. a centimeter forward. <laughs> a centimeter forward, and then she sort of uh, with her hand from where she was sort of beckoning you forward. She uh, she moves, uh, points her finger down, and, and like does a spin move as if. Requesting that you you do a full turn. I thought she was just having her do like you know like a full spin like mm. break dancing type of thing. Sure, if you want to do it on your head. I just glare Should I start at her. beatboxing? Ah yes, good. I can see why he chose you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cackling Agatha. Ah. Oh, yeah, I, I feel like it. I. I hear it now. Yeah, I hear it too. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you mean why he chose me? I don't. Why am I asking? This is... <laughs> what do you want from me? I think the more important question is what does he want from you? <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's go. Uh, yeah, li- listen, I, this, I don't like cryptic, and this is all very vague, and I don't know what's going on. Who is this person? Hello, cackling Agatha. Hello, Eowyn. Oh, how do we... Oh. Uh, do, do you, you know, know Cackling Agatha? No, I don't know a Cackling I, Agatha. I've never met a Cackling Agatha before in my life. This is the first time I've seen a Cackling Agatha. I don't know what a Cackling Agatha is. Yeah, I've never met her either, but like for some reason I have this association with the name where it just it just sounds super ominous. Is anyone else getting that? I'm getting that from the name and also the general vibe of the room. I was going to say, and her making sure, the weird stew full sure. of things that we don't know that yeah. are. It's kind of strange here. You're scared of stew? I'm scared of stews that I don't know what's in there. That's the huh. magic of a stew. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, how many stews have you had that you could name every ingredient? <laughs> All the ones I've cooked. Excuse us, cackling Agatha, Ildov, we're, we're gonna need a moment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you discuss here. the stew. I have much to speak of with this little one. <laughs> so why have you brought us to your cottage? Um, Would you call this a cottage? Is, uh, is it not a cottage? Would you call it a shack or something? It would... It's not important. A hovel? I think there's something about like cackling women in the in like the woods in the darkness that I just sort of I just think um, I, I don't think, think it's gender specific. Hashtag not all cackling women. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> they don't all have cottages. So that, I would also mistrust a cackling man in the woods. I would definitely mistrust. <laughs> Maybe even more. <laughs> I would say anybody cackling in the woods is kind of uh, untrustworthy. Really? Yeah. Would you not prefer? gender specific. No. I'm. So, we, we've been so rude. Uh, Ms. Agatha, would you prefer? Would you prefer we not call you cackling Agatha, cackatha, Agatha? Cackatha. I would That's certainly catchy. not prefer cackatha. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> then I won't call you that. Cackling Agatha, Agatha, if you're nasty. Uh, not nasty, so I will stick to cackling Agatha. Thank you. Now, as to your question of why I brought you all here. Ildov, uh, are they aware of your arrangement? I don't believe I am. Uh, some, some of them know. We know enough. I don't know. We know enough. Of an arrangement? Well, so One of these days we gotta give Eowyn, like, the cliff's notes you, of what the hell we've been up you to. Know, we wish you had time to sit well, down and actually do that for once. I'm, I'd, like, telepathically connect to Cassian and be like, hey, remember how Eowyn doesn't like uh, people against the ORE? Right, right. What lie do you want us to tell instead? Well, I don't know if it's gonna, I don't know if a lie is gonna suffice in this moment. Fair, <laughs> seems fair, like, fair. seems like Aggie here is gonna blow my cover no matter what. Uh, okay, should we ice her? Oh, Kagatha. Well, I've brought you all here because of Shyok, of course. <laughs> oh, you're his type. He does prey on the pretty and lonely. Oh, she's a matchmaker. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's all falling into place now. We're so busy. If maybe after this is all done, Ildav will have time to find a person to settle down with, but but I'm sorry, I really shouldn't speak for you in this moment, but we we do not have the time. Well, we're on our way to save the world at this point. If you wouldn't mind, we'd like to be on our way. Oh, I think this concerns you all. Ildov, did you think you were the first? He's been up to his tricks for many, many years. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the first, but perhaps the favorite. Oh, they all think that. They do. Do you even know what he wants from you? What they all want, probably, right? <laughs> I know, men are disgusting. They are yeah. horrible people. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh. <laughs> How much has he told you? Uh, he's... I don't know if I trust you. Are there any, like, magical things I can see around the area? Roll investigation. There are a lot of very strange things in this cottage. Um, things that you don't recognize, which is an odd feeling for you, uh, as learned as you are. Um, 
and they're they're things that you feel should be basic. Uh, things like a lot of plants and and sort of the the various bits of flora and fauna that you can see from where you are. They're things you don't recognize, and you're beginning to wonder why. Huh. Ildov, whether you respect my opinion or not on any of this, I agree with you. You should not trust a person who has sent things to kill you on multiple occasions. What? That we've had to defend you from. Oh, this is the one with the imp. Yes, guys, right. this is the imp lady. Yeah, why did you do that? Oh, there's an explanation, I assure you. Your poof dogs were nice, but they were really I'd mean. I'd love to hear it. Well, first, back to Shyok. He wants onto the mortal plane. Yes. That is what he needs you for. Sure. <laughs> okay, this is insane. He needs and loves me. It's it's a it's a good arrangement. Shyok can only make his way onto the mortal plane with a powerful enough beacon in place. I don't suppose he's been grooming you for anything or trying to make you stronger. (laughs) (laughs) I look down at my rod of the pack keeper and then back at her. Uh, huh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Mm, uh, no, I'm just not going to say anything. I just. Um. Hey, something on your mind? I think that I've been growing stronger on my own. Do you want to talk about it? No, I don't want to talk about anything. You sure? No, no, I'm fine. I mean, you can confess to your father, confessor. I, I do that as a profession. No, no. Really, you wouldn't say that he's been preparing you for anything or tracking your progress in any way? Well, I, you know, as any person as any as anyone who lo- who loves you're a half elf <laughs> <laughs> are you just piecing that together <laughs> oh yes i remember now as any half elf <laughs> serious, serious question are half elves not people. considered people in this <laughs> half elves are people too sure uh i he's checked in you know, as anyone does with uh, uh, someone they love. Oh, sweet creature. I know you think he cares about you, but he really doesn't. You're as disposable to him as this apple. She picks an apple up off the table, Whoa. holds it sort of like tented on Is her she fingertips. Going to throw away that apple? I hope not. <laughs> and then with her other hand, she snaps, and the apple begins to rot in front of your Ooh, eyes, yeah. quickly turning to brown and then all the way to liquid Ugh. as it sort of melts between her fingers until it's gone and then she just sort of wipes her hand on her clo- on her clothes. I'm, I'm retching, but also writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> he cares for you no more than a carpenter cares for his hammer. And why should I believe you? Because I hate him. I relish foiling his plans, and I mean to put an end to this foolishness of his once and for all. <laughs> so you would describe Ildov as something he wants to nail things with. <gasps> I'm just saying. You, you compared her to a hammer. Yeah. You dirty mouth little dwarf. Yeah. I've been called worse. And don't you dare touch her. Yeah, again. Don't, don't, uh... 
I don't know if you're planning on doing to Ildov what you did to that apple, but that was rude to the apple, and we're not <laughs> going to let you do it to Ildov. By the way, cackling Agatha, can I just go out on a limb here and say, like, is this, this seems rather personal for you. Were you maybe, did Shyak uh, sort of, sort of use you and, and leave you high and dry? Is that, is that what's happening here? I feel like Cassian's in the back just like smoking a cigarette just watching the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Cassian has a great appreciation for the unfolding dramatic moment so he's been trying not to like step on anything. She, uh, she turns to look at you and she, uh, she sort of raises her right hand and, and points at you uh, sort of in this like oh you kind of way. Uh, and goes, oh, aren't you the smart one? <laughs> no, no, that's me. <laughs> well, we had to we had to all pull sort of double duty while you were away. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm actually much smarter now. Okay, well, continue. <laughs> is that what this is? Were you, were you like me? I'm much more like you than you know. Mm, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I was once favored of Shyok. Oh, yes. But I quickly, not too quickly, figured out exactly what it was that he wanted, but not before he ruined it all. Now, to answer your question from earlier, why would I send my little friends to fight you? Perhaps it's because I seek an ally in all of this, and a weak ally is no ally at all. If you would have fallen to my little friends, then it would have been a hit to Shyok regardless. But knowing that you could best them, well, that means that perhaps you're worth my time. <laughs> a lot of people have been trying to kill us as part of job interviews lately. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of a strange thing that's been happening to us a lot. Do, do we like? Did we list on our other skills? Can't die in fights. I mean, I don't know what this yeah, is. Maybe we should consider applying for other jobs. I, I like that. <laughs> I've always thought I would love be- being a baker. Anybody else? <laughs> yes. A that sounds how does calming. That, how does grab everyone? As, as would you like an apple? Oh, no. No, thank you. I think we can all agree here that the real enemy is toxic demon masculinity. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason you, Cackling Agatha, have been uh, relegated to this... Uh, I'm assuming you didn't have this body shape before. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, you're body shaming now. No, I'm not. It's just you look like a question mark. And <laughs> I hate to think that a demon could do that to you, and I hate it even more that a demon could do that to Ildov. But it's not your fault, Cackling Agatha. Right? Uh, right? It's not? No. Couldn't be. No, I was... I was something once. I was an archfey. A member of the High Court, the highest wow. scientist you could have known, until him. Wow. And that How did you is why that? I have a proposal. All right. Back to the matchmaking thing again. You, Ildov, you make use of the powers he affords you. They aid you in your overall endeavors, so relinquishing them outright would be folly. Am I right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, why not pledge fealty to me instead? You maintain the patronage that allows you to wage your war, but 
you add no more to his cause. <laughs> and instead, and... what? Yeah, what is this? You don't love me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. oh ill love, I understand you. Sisters before misters and all. <laughs> <laughs> right I think I don't know you. I, to be fair, how well do you know Shylock? Shylock? Well enough. <laughs> also, he never sent, um, you know, assassins to try and kill us, so that's like one point. That is one point favor. in his favor, you're right. It's multiple points in his favor, I, I, I would say. <laughs> Who's this Shylock fellow? A demon? I'm gathering? He's trying to enter the mortal plane? Yeah, I had a question about that, actually. Yeah, from where? Like, what plane? Where's he at now? Who are you asking? E- either one of you. Anyone can jump in. Who knows? <laughs> Somebody answer my question. Cacatha? Oh, sorry. Cacatha? I'm trying to make you hip. Uh, Cackling Agatha, what, what plane would he be entering from? Shyok has been imprisoned on a plane of pure shadow. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. He has lived there for many... Many, many years. That's a lot of years, poor guy. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, she wasn't done. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't, I don't think a being who can live for many, many, many years and survive in a plane of pure shadow should necessarily be let back into our plane of existence. Ildov, what? Ildov. Ildov. I have made my offer. Mm-hmm. You need not decide now. Okay. Take your time. Think on what I've told you. <laughs> I believe you'll come to consider my proposal an upgrade. It doesn't feel like it, but I'll think it over. Now, to the rest of you. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, I thought this was all uh, you two. I have much to trade. Oh. Items... Potions, magic, forbidden oh. knowledge. Oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> oh God, Ewan! <laughs> so we get Ewan out of here. Ewan, <laughs> remember where we are. But I know what each of you needs. <laughs> again, this sounds like a matchmaker again. This Why is are you very repeating strange. yourself? I need all of those things you just said. <laughs> Cassian, we begin with yes. you. For the musician, the wordsmith, an instrument worthy of your talents, the Fochluchen Bandora. I'm sorry, did you just sneeze? No. Uh, Does Cassian know what that is? You, uh, well, roll history. Okay. Cassian. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Um... Uh, I don't remember what my bonus is, but it's not great to start with. That was a seven that I rolled. I got a uh, 20 on history, though. Um, <laughs> I heard her say that out loud. Yes, yeah, so she, she, nobody didn't hear her. Yeah. Uh, Cassian, you don't know what that is. Uh, Eowyn, you've, you've, you've read a book or two. The Fachluchen Bandora? Yeah. Um, um, so it that's is, a 10 in history, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's not ringing nothing. any bells. You know what a Bandora is. It's a seven-stringed instrument, very similar to a lute. Um, oh, okay. But you've never heard of the Fachluchen one. Uh, <laughs> Eowyn, you know this as one of the, uh, I believe it's one of the eight legendary instruments of the yeah. bards. Oh, uh, wow. So, Fred, I'm going to email you the stats on it real quick. Okay. Boy, Cassian, is, Cassian 
feels a bit red-faced not knowing this. <laughs> Cassie and I can't believe you don't know what the eight legendary instruments of the bards are. That's one of them. Oh, Do- no. I, I totally learned that from my, my uh, bard test. It's the... Um, Fakruchen van Doren. I feel like um, uh, Tameo probably didn't mention that, did he? Yeah. Uh, so, Fred, I just sent you oh, the wow. stats. Uh, nice. The Fachluchen Bandora is an instrument of the bards. It's an exquisite example of its kind, superior to an ordinary instrument in every way. Um, each of the legendary instruments is named after a legendary bardic college. The following table lists the spells common to all instruments, as well as the spells specific to each one and its rarity. Uh, a creature that attempts to play the instrument without being attuned to it must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or take 2d4 psychic damage. Whoa. You can use an action to play the instrument and cast one of its spells. Each instrument has a number of spells that are attached to it specifically. This one has fly, invisibility, levitate, protection from good and evil, entangle, fairy fire, shillelagh, and speak with animals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All you have to do is sell wow. your soul to Cackling Agatha, wow, wow, and wow. you too can play this magical, magical thing. I can see that you appreciate quality. <laughs> May I? Uh, I just sort of like run my fingers over the strings. Uh, oh, wait. Will I take damage? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Ooh. I literally just explained that, that you, you're not tuned to a... But, okay, well... He can't help I, touching I this. Yeah. I just wanted to hear the quality of the strings. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so you take five points of psychic damage oh, no. um, as, as you feel this like twinge of pain in your mind. Uh, but the sound that rings out even just from brushing your fingers over the strings is heavenly. Well, Ooh. Ooh. that was worth it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you feel that way. Love to hear a um, chord. So what's, um, what are you asking for this? Oh, a price so small. I require only the ring finger from your left hand. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, really? Cassian does have small fingers, but that's not a small price. Plus having You're not sp- really considering it, are you? I mean, Cassian, do you want her to have a piece of you here? Oh. Is that is that what the deal is? That would give you some sort of magical link to me? I would never deign to sully our deal with any sort of ulterior motive. I... Merely feel that every item should come with a price that fits its quality. <laughs> do we know if she's lying? Yeah, no inside check. Roll inside. Yeah, check. yeah. Do I do I believe this really is that item? Uh, fourteen. Nine. I rolled a nat twenty on the oh on history, so that it could not have been the item, and I just knew what the name was. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. What'd you get, Cass? <laughs> nat twenty. <laughs> um, this this is a legit item. Um, you you don't think that she's lying about that at all? She definitely has she an ulterior motive. Uh, you're not sure what yeah, I got that. what exactly she wants to do with your finger, which is a horrible uh, statement to wow. make. Uh, <laughs> wow. And I am regretting now saying it entirely. Um, yeah, boy, that takes Cassian back. <laughs> Uh, Does but... Cassian play left or right-handed too? Like that's the thing. Don't do it. Um, I think Cassian is a righty. So you would be moving up and down the, the fretboards with your left hand. So you wouldn't have your ring finger to make chords. I, 
Can I? Can you come back to me? Can I speak <laughs> over for a second? Certainly. Take your time. Cassian. She uh, she waves her hand and summons a, a little instrument stand on one of the shelves and places the Bandora down on it. I feel like we're in a bad infomercial. It's like, and this. Uh, yeah, this is Fantasy QVC. <laughs> <laughs> for just Supplies one easy limited. payment. Call now. We have callers on hold, Cassian. The C stands for cackling. <laughs> <laughs> Quite vicious cackling. <laughs> now, Yafik. Oh, no. The stalwart defender, protector of his friends. To you, I offer a versatile war hammer, the dwarven thrower. Do I know what that thing is? Roll history. <laughs> Thirteen. That one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know dwarven history. Uh, you don't, don't even. You're not even very familiar with throwing, Aowen. Yeah. <laughs> what? A dwarven what? <laughs> uh, you've. You know that there are, like, legendary war hammers out there and that many of them are of dwarven make. You've not heard of this one specifically. But she sort of waves her hand once again, and it, it, it appears in her hand. And it is uh, slightly larger than the war hammer you currently use. The head of it is is a, a blunted war hammer head on one side, and the other side is, is an axe-style blade, similar to, like, Ultimate Thor's hammer. Okay. And uh, this is a, uh, a war hammer. You gain a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon it has the throne property with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet when you hit with a ranged attack using this weapon it deals an extra 1d8 damage or if the target is a giant an extra 2d8 damage immediately after the attack the weapon flies right back to your hand so it is thor's hammer pretty much <laughs> oh nice that and is... she she hands it to you, lets you sort of heft it. It's got a very comfortable weight to it. It's it's exceedingly well balanced. This is quite beautiful, but I don't need it. Are you sure? I have my god and I have my light. You don't even want to know the price? No, because I don't want to give you anything. I'm curious, curious as to the though, price. Yeah. I do want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Much like your compatriot Cassian, I'll let you think on it. If you want this wonderful weapon, all you'll have to give me is your tattoo. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's no, probably thank not you. going no. to happen. Isn't that on his face? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, no, thank you. Is it like a, you'd be removing the tattoo? Like, like he just wouldn't have a tattoo anymore? Or you'd remove the entire skin area? I would not take the skin, only the ink. Oh. Would that, like, revoke his clan membership? I is that the deal? Huh? I appreciate your price. But as I said before... I don't need your help. Very well. Very well. Eowyn. What is it? For the student She's of the take world. take your hair. Ever seeking knowledge and the ability to bend magics to her will. I offer you the band of the great wizard Lakthaloth herself. Lakthaloth? No, I, I mean, I'm... Sorry, I should have wrote history. Uh, well, I got a 12 for history. Or I got an 18. Whatever Arcano history might be. I got an 18. <coughs> uh, Lathaloth is a name you've heard. Oh, uh, sure. It's a name most of you have heard. Uh, she is one of the founding members of the ORE. <laughs> um, all those many years ago, she is a, a great and many-storied wizard. How did you, how did you get that? Um, did you know Lathaloth personally? You're older than I... I would imagine. That's amazing. How did you get that band that's 
So cool. I knew someone in a band, but that's <laughs> an entirely different... What does it do? She holds it out to you between her uh, thumb and middle finger on her left hand, and it's pieces of gold and silver mm. twined around each other that form this smooth ring. At the very top of the ring, where a gem would normally be placed, the prongs form what looks like a small tuning fork. And even in her hand, unworn, the ring thrums with energy. Once attuned, the ring confers three sorcery points to the caster, and these sorcery points recharge at dawn. Wow. It also allows the following metamagic to be cast with these sorcery points. Oh, my God. So it gives you the ability to use sorcery points to cast Careful Spell and Quicken Spell. Oh. Careful Spell is when you cast a spell that forces other creatures to make a saving throw, you can protect some of those creatures from the spell's full force. You spend one sorcery point, choose a number of those creatures up to your charisma modifier, and those creatures automatically succeed on the saving throw. So if you were to cast Fireball and like Yarfik and Cassian were in the middle of it, Mm. you could say they automatically succeed and will take half damage. Cool. You can also cast Quicken Spell, which uh, spends two sorcery points. You can change the casting time for a one action spell to to one bonus action. (laughs) Oh my... Eowyn, uh, well, uh, where do you think she got this? I don't know. Like the Lolf, probably. Maybe they were friends. How? What do you want for it? <laughs> From you, I require a child. Oh, oh, what? Oh, what? I don't have one of those. Not more than one year of age. I don't have one. You need not pay now. I'm sure we'll see each other again. Don't give her a baby, Ewan. <laughs> this from Cassian, who probably has lots of babies around the world. Do not give her a baby. I I don't plan on ever having children, so what if I mean It does not have to be of you. I merely require oh. a child. So all I need to do is steal a kid? That's pretty easy. Eowyn! 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 Okay, the sinister factor on this deal just went from like an 8 to like a 13. I wouldn't feel good taking a... Eowyn, you don't like being around children. You couldn't snatch one if you tried. No, it's true. I, uh, I, can't, I can't do that. I... Cassian! <laughs> You've had time to think? Here's the thing. I was, like, really wavering on that until you said the baby thing, and that just put me right off this whole deal. I, I gotta say, I, it's, a, it's a fantastic instrument, but first of all, I don't even know how well I can, you know, how well I can uh, finger with just, just four fingers, mm. it, it's, you know, in terms of musical ability, of course, is what I'm referring to. Um, yes, of course. What did you think that I thought you meant? Cassian winks to the uh, camera. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you all seem somewhat troubled. Yes. Well, Let yeah, me assure you, these are standing offers. You need not decide now. So uh, if okay. we were to leave and then decide, suddenly we'd want a ring... What, what do you mean as a standing offer? Well, it seems limited by the time we stay in this hovel. Oh, you think that this is the only time we'll meet? <laughs> uh, well, we could simply not run into any pink portals again and not meet you. She could change the 
color. Um, oh, that's right. As you say this, she sort of uh, stands up straight. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, which which is a terrifying sight to behold. And oh. and you you in that moment you realize exactly like how large a presence it's she is. Question mark to exclamation point. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she reaches up above her head. Resting my tankard hard. That's fine. Like, uh, she reaches up above her head to the, the ceiling of the shack where there are a bunch of like charms and uh, and herbs how hanging. How are these ceilings? Mm. Tall enough for her to do this. Jeez. And she grabs one uh, sort of indiscriminately. Like she reaches up without looking, grabs mm. one pulls it down off of the uh, the ceiling and then sort of goes back down into question mark form. Uh, and you can you can hear like errant cracks of vertebrae. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Oh boy. Um, and then she she extends her left hand open palmed to you, Ildov, and what she's holding out is this little wind chime. It looks like it's, uh, or looks like rather, uh, that it's made of small bones and, and long multicolored feathers. And she says, For when you've made up your minds, simply break this to summon the portal. I've already made up my mind. I take it from her. Yeah, well, yes, what if we need to go see Cackling Agatha at some point? Ugh! Whenever we're hungry for weird stew. As you reach out and take it, she grabs you by the wrist. <laughs> I step, I'm stepping forward. I light a tiny pilot light. Don't. 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 <laughs> I mean no harm. I merely mean to communicate how serious this all is. And she looks you dead in the eyes. Even without pupils in her eyes, you can tell that she's looking directly oh, I into your eyes. I forgot about that. That's right. It's all black. Yeah. Oh. He does not love you. If you don't believe me, and I don't expect you to right away, talk to him. That's all I ask. She lets go. Then, as you all stand there, she puts her left hand out to the side, extends her index finger, and begins sort of spinning it in a lazy, lazy circle, getting sort of wider and wider and wider. Uh, before, uh, we, we're actually heading to a specific place, so maybe if you could put the portal... Uh, oh, yeah, to Bastafia. Bastafia, that would be super well, helpful. What about but... our wagon with the people Oh, in? the wagon. Yeah, no, we oh, need to go shit. back to where we were. Oh, darn it. She <laughs> looks at you and, and cracks a uh, a four-toothed smile. Aww. Yeah. As her hand, uh, her arm just begins to swing in wider and wider circles, and then you see this purple magenta light sort of start to coalesce in that circle until it forms a very familiar sight now that sort of cracked mirror image of a mm-hmm. portal hanging foot off the ground five feet in uh, diameter well goodbye it's been you've been a very wonderful host and uh, <laughs> we, we, we love what you've done with the place it's a wonderful so, hovel it's a, yes uh, enjoy your stew enjoy the stew we'll think about all of those wonderful magical items no we won't she uh, very quickly. I mean, I'm gonna think about it. I'm definitely gonna it think. She about very it. quickly <laughs> uh, casts Mage Hand, and floats the ring in front of you, just out of your reach. Erwin. <laughs> and then she so says, cool. "See you soon." <laughs> Everyone out. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna walk through too. I'll be the last one out. Ilda, are you leaving? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like looking at the chime and then I see 
uh, Cassian go through, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you all leave. Uh, Yarfik, you leave last. Mm-hmm. Any I, parting words? No, I just back out and... Okay. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. And uh, you back out, and there's that very familiar feeling of... Uh, this like, thing's a foot off the ground, isn't it? I'm going to fall. <laughs> uh, you can jump. <laughs> I'd rather fall. Sure, you can fall. So you fall <laughs> backwards and somersault into the reverse somersault into the portal, um, and you all feel that very familiar feeling of like sort of like walking through a spider web almost, and that strange sensation of no up, no down, no side to side, but you know which direction is forward. Almost no doubt. What? Almost no doubt because we're walking. Yes, ways. almost no doubt. Don't speak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's, that was the best joke I've ever told on this podcast. Yeah. It only took 75 episodes. You're welcome. Thank you for the setup. Mark it down, guys. Mark the time. Um, so uh, you uh, all uh, re-enter the material plane exactly where you had left it, finding the horses and wagon unmoved. Uh, as the last of you exits the portal, that's you, Yarfik, uh, it fades as if evaporating. And I turn to you're back in the woods. Oh. Go ahead. I turn to Ildov and I say, for the record, Ildov, we love you. I know that maybe it doesn't help that much because none of us can give you magical powers, but it's true. It's true. Uh, you are lacking in that regard. <laughs> wow. Uh, but thanks. We need to have a chat. Do we? All Do we? Us, we need to fill him in on where we've been. I did not everything. Hey, her. Her, him. <laughs> oh, I thought it was about. I thought it was a chat about how she can't steal a baby. No, yes, <laughs> that is well. Yes, we cannot steal no, a baby. I can't steal a baby, but but oh, put yourself in my shoes. I'm not going to. Not, but you considered that was it. a cool ring, you guys. That was so cool. It did seem pretty cool. What if it, she didn't say it had to be a a real baby? It could be maybe a ceramic <laughs> baby, or like a Hummel figure, or like a Hummel figure. I want to see you try to do that negotiation. <laughs> Cass- yeah. Ildov, Cassian's right, though. We we do love you. Thank you. I love you, too. You're great. <laughs> That's what you've barely known her for about yeah. like three days. Right. Not so even, I think. I'm warming up to you. <laughs> wow, that, that's, that is high praise from Eowyn. That's, from Eowyn, that's pretty huge. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I guess we fill Eowyn in on all of our... Can we just do assume we, now? Can we have can, to? Can we? I, I would. I would actually like to very much role play this conversation out because there are no a lot way, of things yeah. that you may not want to tell Aon, and I am curious as to what you will and won't. Okay, so let's Should, get back in the wagon. Actually, can we take a long rest? Maybe we can like sit around the campfire, oh, sure. have a thing. You know, you put, yeah, sure. It's it's night now, right? It is. It's yeah. nighttime. It's time for bed. Okay. Okay. So we'll you guys tell, uh, tell stories. Go and and tell Orin and Trace that you're back. To them, you've only been gone about 60 seconds. Wow. Uh, oh. All right. Good to see you again. Well, it's nice to be back. I mean, you haven't gone anywhere. Did you miss us? Not, not really. Not really. Be no. honest. It's only been a minute. Wow. We, we, we barely know you. How could we miss you? And it's only been a minute. You did save your lives. Um, anyone who's proficient in Arcana, roll a check. Our trace born proficient in Arcana. 26. Uh, 18. Seven. I don't need that Arcana. I got religion. Eowyn... Based on what you saw while you were on the other side of the portal and what you've just heard now from Orin and Trace about how short a time to them it's been that you are gone, mm. you have a sneaking suspicion that you all were in the Fey realm. 
Uh-huh. There are many accounts uh, that time moves differently there. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I've come to a conclusion. We just oh, yeah? spent uh, a matter of, well, I won't say time because that doesn't factor in here. We spent, oh, what even is the word for not time? We were in, physically, the Fey Realm. What? The Fey Realm. What? The Fey Realm. <laughs> it's a realm of the fairies. And that is what Cackling Agatha was. That's why we felt to have spent more time than we actually did. Our time stretched out while the uh, 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 time in our dimension, the realm, it was only 60 seconds. Cackling Agatha was, she said she was the Arc Fey. What? The she, she was arch an Arch Fey. Arch Fey. Yes, Arc, because her back was Arc. Uh, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, but anyway. That was cool. Would, would Traces and I at High Elf know this? Or know would about he the know about, about the, the Feyrealm? I mean, the Feyrealm is a thing that people have heard of. Okay, didn't know. Yeah. Cool. Well, that, that wow. would make sense. I mean, she did mention, but I've never, we, we're on a different plane. The Feyrealm. Where there's no time, huh? What? No wonder she looked so youthful. It was it. <laughs> there is time in the Feyrealm, but it just oh. doesn't, I mean, it, it, it is a separate so it doesn't have a relationship to ours. So instead of regular time, it's fate time. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I mean, good to know. I mean, uh, wow. Well, then mm. we also know we're up against something a lot. I mean, we knew she was powerful, but that's that's way above our pay grade. Yes, it's it's beginning to sink in now that you not only were just dealing with a creature that can can create a portal, but cre- can create a portal between planes of existence. That's- and, and and she lives in a hovel. I wonder what like the the upper class there can do. That's amazing. Well. Well, I definitely feel like I'm, guys. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that she wanted my finger for something silly. <laughs> pretty good about my She absolutely did. Yeah, okay, that I was don't pretty, trust pretty her across the board, Cassie. Oh, were we all on the same page? Yeah. Right? she may have wanted cool, cool, cool. that baby for something sinister as well. I think she wanted to use the finger <laughs> to tickle the baby while placing a tattoo on it. I mean, there's lots of good reasons I... why somebody would just want a stranger's one year old baby. I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure there are some. And you were right, Cassie when you spoke out if she strips me of my tattoo that strips me of my clan and my identity in the dwarven culture yeah, I feel like I'm you know what I feel like now that we've spent so much time together Yarfik, I'm. I feel like I'm starting to get dwarven culture like I feel like an insider you know <laughs> sure yeah you're definitely one of us Cassian you're an honorary dwarf nice does that mean I get a bitch in face no tattoo? it does not <laughs> Uh, so you all uh, begin unloading stuff from the wagon, setting up a cook fire, uh, rolling out your bed rolls. Who's telling Eowyn a story? Um, well, um, folks, I feel um, as though I've been missing... There's a lot of stuff going on that I'm consistently surprised by that you all seem to be in the know of. And there's one thing I don't like. It's being in the dark intellectually. In because fact, you can see in the dark usually, right? Yes, I can see in the okay. dark, fine. But... but, but I don't have fact dark vision, if that makes sense. So please fill me in. Boy, I, I hesitate to think how many babies you would trade for that. Oh, innumerable. <laughs> this would be a genocide of babies for fact dark vision. Here's the thing. Eowyn has seen me in battle before. Yes. If she wasn't hiding. So you've seen me. Perform- I've seen those souls go into your rod of the pact keeper. Keeping a pact with what? This Shyok fellow? Yes. Is he okay? So he's. From, <laughs> I'm assuming he's not from the Fey realm because he would have. She talked about a different realm. Is this? Is he some sort of demonic fellow? Fellow. Hi. He's powerful. 
That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> Maybe we should start at the beginning when we met Ildov. Okay. Yeah, sure. so, so we left you So at, like five days ago. Blackbeak. 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 Black it was about a week me. ago. Yeah. <laughs> about a week ago. Hold Black, on, I'll get out the calendar. <laughs> Blackwing is a... For-profit university. <laughs> no, no, Blackwing's the guy that has the great stuff in the forest. Right. Okay, you, right. you all... Here we go. You <laughs> made, it, you made it to Black Blackbeak Academy on the first of Sintem. You met Ildov on the second of Sintem. It is currently the 14th. Of Sintem. Of Sintem. So, so okay. nearly a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> So here's, here's what happened. We actually know um, longer than we know anyone. I can recall it. So we met um, we met Ildov at the academy, actually. Outside of it, I and, um, Uh Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And she she was looking for sort of... Well, she said she was looking for traveling companions to Bastafia. As it turned out, she was a fan of our work. Oh, yeah, she knew us uh, right Von away. Dimas Adventuring Syndicate, fame spreading far and wide. Well, I wonder if and, Shia uh, told you about us. It's not important oh, that's a great how question. I heard. We never... Is it? I mean, I sort of want to know if like my which of my PR efforts are paying off. You know, <laughs> did I mean, you like, meet Seth? Jeff? Did you read the ad in uh, Did you read the ad in Bastard Sword magazine? Or it was actually in the Villager's Voice. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we traveled with her to Bastafir. On the way, we got attacked by some of Cackling Agatha's boys. A couple of poof um, dogs and an imp that looked like a raven. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a fat raven. Yeah, tried to steal. Our turned food. out to be an imp. Uh, it was it was a it was a it was a very pitched battle and we 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 definitely kicked their butts very easily. Oh wow, great! So, in Bastafier, anybody feel free to jump in here. But in in Bastafier, we um well we we went to seek out the tempered steel, mm-hmm. right? And the people we met and, at the, uh, the Fight Club that were there with the the symbol. I know who the tempered steel are. Sorry. She was there when you all got the letter, right? We went to what we thought was their guild hall, but turned out to be some kind of testing arena with challenges tailored to to each of us um the last one i think maybe was set up for you Owen, because it had a letter a on it it. and it was a test of you know knowledge and magical energies and such languages and such and so you obviously you failed that one oh no i passed quite easily (laughs) (laughs) well you had a little help you had some help fine sure they had help right we all helped each other well yeah it was a real team effort all around yeah yeah I mean, mm. Olash got mummy rot. It was a, it was a, it was a big deal. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, yeah Olash got a real oh, nasty curse. Olash. We had to, then we had to go around to find a, a way to break Olash's curse, mm-hmm. which brought us to um, the employ of, or at least our kind of double agenting for one of the worst people in Bastafier, Gulric de Tuop. I was going <laughs> to say the worst. Gulric. <laughs> oh my God. Talk. What? <laughs> Ildov was instrumental in bringing him down as well because she seduced him very, very well. Oh. As one of her other personas, Carol. That's where I got this rod. That's not I actually how kind of look at the rod longingly. <laughs> so, so, like, so here's the thing. Montage, just, you like, good times you had with Gulri. Yeah. <laughs> Dreamweaver is playing the... over it. Dream. I'm like Eldritch Dream. blasting him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> while you skip like, through a, a field of sunflowers. Ildov's good times with the rod. <laughs> It's like her and the rod skipping to a yeah. Yeah. It's her and the rod, like in order to uh, in one of those duck boats in Central Park. Basically, Gul- Gulrig offered us a way to cure Orlash if we uh, worked for him and helped him uh, save one of his warehouses per se from a, a rival group, oh. which we were then we we broke into to try to get the stuff back from and were caught in a major fire. 
Oh, no. Well, I think he set us up. I'm pretty sure he did. He was so clever. I will say also, <laughs> it was a brilliant plan for the two of you to be drunk people walking in there to try to get a good lay of the land before we went in. I just, it seemed to fall apart after that, but yes. it was really cool. That was one of my proudest moments. And we saw that awesome dog. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we're, we're jumping around a lot. Here's the thing, um, Eowyn, condensed version while we were involved in what we thought was sort of just a pretty simple case of like intrigue to bring down a, a high a powerful criminal uh-huh. um, this this Gulric fellow we found out was involved in some nasty shit and we we intended to sort of take him down from the inside we sort of stumbled into discovering that he was part of a, pl- a cult that was plotting to bring about the end of the world <gasps> by releasing this demon thing, the thing that we're going to fight now. Which is different than Shyok. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it also turned out that we <clears throat> are prophesied heroes of destiny. Th- and that's what the test in the thing was about. The that's Tempered what the, Steel, the tempered steel were trying to find. You stole my prophecy position! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, bad. But that's I'm just mad. I just was there, and I had to help. <laughs> Okay. On top of that, though, that's where we found the Tome of the Deep Wrath, because that had described the raising of this demon. And, mm. uh, I ended up reading it and going insane and nearly burning down a, a hotel and uh, seeing you in a bucket of flowers in a bathroom, and it was, it's just, it was very, very strange. Interesting. Yes. All right. And so we discovered that um, we needed to come here, or not here, but to that mountain to get this, and I draw Aji's tape, because ah! oh. apparently... <laughs> This thing, this thing is what can defeat the demon. Oh, apparently, has to get our eyes and adjust it to the. Dog. I know it's a little bright there, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it, but it's just so. It cool, feels like right? sunlight is on you now. Well, Cassian, please turn it out. I just don't you guys. They see can how see us. It's cool, Cassian. We someone, know it's okay, cool. Okay. someone could see us from a mile away with that thing. I see that. Now, while we were on our way there as well, Eowyn, we were attacked again by Cackling Agatha's group in Blackwing's forest, and he mm. saved us because there were what displacer beasts. Which wow. nearly killed all of us, and there was a lot of like darting around and jumping, and you know a lot of tactile moves that weren't really helping. Like rolling, I rolled a lot. I rolled a lot. <laughs> you rolled like five times. Wow! I, I just I learned to hold on, hold on, hold on. They weren't tactile moves. They <laughs> were tactical <laughs> moves. <laughs> it was very very tactile for me as well. I was feeling the earth yes, beneath me. Certainly, I could certainly. see. To roll, you must. Touch something. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong, mysterious voice. Uh. Who said that? Yeah. If nothing else, you know, we touch the hearts of our listeners. <laughs> what a listener. Listen, uh, just... uh, Who's listening? Yeah. Sorry, uh, psychotic break. So what I... Trace and, and uh, Oren. Yeah. Oh. gathering from all that is that, Ildov, you have a thing for bad for the bad boy. Oh, that's right. We took Gulric with us on that trip for most of it. Oh well, God, that wasn't yeah. me. We that was all that. you. Well, we hid out in his, his uh, mansion for a while. We decided that we couldn't let him just die and rot down there. We could get something out of him, and then Ildov let him escape, and we had to recapture him. And then uh, it was a whole long business of unrequited love, and he was using all of us, and mostly her. I don't think so. I don't think he was using all of us. I think he was trying to, to use Ildov. But we did turn him into the ORE at um, Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yep. And that's what happened with that. Yep. There was no other thing and there involved. Was nothing else happened. Well, that's what we were told about the uh, the water in the sky as well. That they were looking. Mm-hmm. To I don't believe them at all. <laughs> what did you get for insight? Nineteen plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. No. Are, are you li- also 22, Cassian's 21. ability to lie is severely impaired? So he's doing this right now. Is, 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 well, Cassian, roll deception. Oh wait, with can I roll deception? I'm, I'm gonna have to roll deception as well. Yep. 
Okay, my disadvantage. Twenty not natural. Um, with disadvantage, my deception is a fifteen. Natural one. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, Yarfik is giving up the ghost. <laughs> All right. Turn, we, well, we but, did. We turned him in. Turned him in. Yes, but then you said nothing else happened, nope, and you nothing. all started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> a griffin attacked the town. That's what happened. Which we then befriended. Oh, that did happen. Where is that griffin? I'm getting the sense that there was a really cool German-accented character that I'm not getting. <laughs> you got oh, that just right. from our sweat? Posht. Oh, how, how could we, we forget? Posht. The local ORE guild member. Who yes, she told me loved me. She was a tiefling, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she took Golrook off our hands. She took did. Her did. Yes. We, we may have yeah, accidentally broke her door. We'll pay for it later. Saw something kind of creepy there, Eowyn. Maybe you can fill in for us. What? Um, she did some kind of something to Golrick that seemed to just, like, blank his mind right out and sort of turn him into some kind of drooling moron. Is that, like, a thing the RE well, can do? he was do? already a drooling moron to begin with. What would, what would, Arcana? Uh, 19. 19? It sounds like a feeble mind spell. Oh, yeah, it's a feeble mind spell. It, uh, is it permanent? It lasts for 30 days. So, uh, Damn. it's not permanent, but basically she just made him so that he is a drooling nothing of a person. How the hell did we get out of there? I mean... You're welcome. <laughs> it's quite standard procedure when we apprehend a violent criminal. Oh, oh well, good, good to know. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that the ORE apprehended him. I sort of feel like we apprehended him. <laughs> yeah, we, we brought him in. We we, we captured a horrible we, uh, non-legal magic user Whoa. and brought him in. She must have been a powerful... <laughs> That's an eighth level. Wow. Are you serious? Yes. You can read out what, what it does. What the hell? Basically, it makes your intelligence and charisma all the way down to one. And, well, it's hard uh, for Gullrick, his charisma was already one to begin it's with. It's basically a mental handcuff. You I, can't I wouldn't cast say spells that. or activate any magic items or understand language even or communicate in any way. The creature can identify its friends and follow them, but... And it lasts 30 days, but... No, it, it, it gets reset at the end of 30 days and you must make another save at the end of yeah. the 30 days. Holy crap. <laughs> Wait, that is insane. We should not have won that fight. What fight? I mean, um, that fight... <laughs> <laughs> what fight? Did you fight an ORE member? No, we fought, fought a giant. Yeah. She wanted a, to imprison me. Fight is a hard word. We 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 got Ildov out of there. We did not hurt her. We did not harm her. And well, she... we hurt her a little bit. <laughs> Hurting a member of the ORE. I... Well, she was trying to hurt me. I'm sure. Yeah, bros before. Um... Bureaucratic organizations. <laughs> Bros before BOs. Eowyn, you're beginning to figure it out that they have not been forthright with you and that while you have seen Ildov perform some powerful magics, they have definitely come at a price. And you know, based on... Uh, everything that happened with Cackling Agatha and and what they're both saying and not saying right now, that not only has she made a deal with the demon, she she is in fact beholden to one as a warlock. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I feel well filled in. Oh, oh. Brought up to speed. Oh, uh, except for we also saved a griffin from a giant, and so now we have griffin friends. Yeah. 
So that's also a thing. Yeah, they're 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 kind of awesome. Wonderful. Also, uh, Il Dove. Cool. Is it wonderful? Your your, to- your, your tone is not saying wonderful yes, to me right now. Yes, Griffin it, friends are great. You, you know, if it, it makes yeah. you Il Dove maybe go up in your book a little bit more. She was doing this all to start because she stole a book from a very bad person. Oh, yeah. Bad people shouldn't that's have really really good books. That's, that's what you told us. <laughs> is that what I told you? Yeah, that's what you told us. <laughs> no, that's we'll oh, stick with that story. Um, I mean, here's, I feel like, Ildov, if there was ever a time for you to come, like, fully clean with us, it would seem to be now. No, I'm good. There's not really... You know everything. I, I mean, Olash liked her. Seriously, who did you steal that book from? Ja, a, a, a professor. That's why I had to leave the school. <gasps> Which professor? Oh, my God. Oh, who can remember at this point? <clears throat> yeah, that was... Fourteen whole days ago. I refuse to believe that any single professor at the academy, at Blackbeak Academy, is bad in any way. <laughs> Some of them are, are strict graders and won't let you get away with uh, uh, slack work, but that doesn't make them bad people. It means they care about your education. Are you saying this because you're a TA and you're also part of the faculty? or I need to take a rest. What about Professor... What about Professor Slape? He's so creepy and mean. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Slape has seen a lot of bad in this world, and somehow he still manages to find it in his heart to teach students. Maybe he says some unsavory things once in a while, but... Well, I heard he was passed over for headmaster a couple times. I heard him tell a joke in the cafeteria that was really very off It was was racist, actually. And he's strangely fascinated with deer. He's very fascinated with deer. This is right. Let's not talk about him or his wife, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he married a deer. Maybe he didn't. (laughs) He's a good person. She might be a druid. We don't know. <laughs> Wild shape is a thing. Uh, who knows what he's into? Uh, I mean. So uh, this all sort of devolves into uh, one by one. You peel off to go to bed. Eowyn first, as I think she uh, sort of is is the huffiest, given what she has realized. Trans. <laughs> I'll take first watch. Okay, Yarfik's going to take first watch as uh, everybody else drifts off to. Uh, Somewhat of an uncomfortable sleep. You've all got a lot of things to think about and sort of ruminate on. And uh, that's where we'll end this episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. You can also email us at ImprovisedWeaponsVT at gmail.com If you want to ask a question, share a story, or introduce us to a really nice Nigerian prince you just met. If you like what you've been hearing, then please consider reviewing the show on your podcasting platform of choice. Remember, the ideal number of stars is five, and the ideal number of words in a written review is 42. Shout out to Douglas Adams. If you'd like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and throw some green our way. You'll be helping keep us on the digital air and helping us do some other cool stuff too. Secret stuff, but trust us, it's cool. All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's new album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Tune in next time as the party gets back on the road to Bastafier and questions everything. 
We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.